Welcome to Finding Your Purpose podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall, and I am the co-author of the 180 program, and I'm also the author of My Gigi's House, Finding Hope. Today, I want to share a podcast with you called Communication, and it is from the Honest Marriage podcast in which I co-host with my husband. If you enjoy today's episode, please go over to Honest Marriage Podcast and subscribe and start listening to the other episodes we have already published. Have a great day. Marriage is a journey. And at some point, the honeymoon stage will end and real life begins. Then what? Marriage takes work. You got finances, careers, conflict, communication, good grief, how to fold the towels, how to squeeze the toothpaste, and maybe even children all have to be figured out. There will be high highs. And there will be low lows. You can learn the hard way. Or you can learn from other people's example. We are Robin Meredith Kendall and the Honest Marriage Podcast. Together, we can help you navigate these times. Because in marriage, you're in it for better and worse. Welcome to Honest Marriage Podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall. And I am Rob Kendall, and we are your co-hosts of the Honest Marriage Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about communications. We're actually going to start a series, I don't know how many it'll be, on communication. And today we're going to cover some do's and don'ts on communication in relationships in general, communication in general, but specifically to marriage. Some of this will be specific to marriage. And, you know, there, there's a, a, an old saying, basically, you're not as good as you think you are. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not as good of a communicator as you think you are. I was at a pastor's conference a couple of years ago, and uh, the speaker said, I want you to rate yourself as a speaker on a scale of 1 to 10. He said, now, most of you have probably rated yourself at somewhere, you know, a seven or an eight. Cut it in half. You're probably a three and a half to a four. Uh, now, this was to pastors. This is to people who speak every single week on a broad range of topics with a ton of study that goes into it. They've been trained on how to speak. And uh, he said, you know what? You're not as good as you think you are. His, his purpose was to say you shouldn't talk for long, long periods of time because you're going to lose your audience. But, you know, you're, you're not as good of a communicator as you think you are. <laughs> uh, communication <laughs> is a skill like any other skill. Yeah. And what do you need to do with your skills? Need to continue to work on them. To make them better, right? Right. You always need to work on your skill set to make them better. And so, you know, hey... Let's let's work on some communication and see if there's some things that we can do uh, that will make communication more clear and better understood in marriage and uh, and help some people talk to each other. So we're going to have a list of do's and don'ts. I actually have 10 listed on my notes, but I think it's actually 11 now. Uh, do's and don'ts <laughs> for communication. I didn't communicate the additional one to myself in my notes here. Um, so the very first one I want to talk about today. Listen to learn and not to respond. Okay. What's that mean? Well, often, you know, you'll hear the first three or four words that somebody says. Okay. And then you begin thinking, how am I going to respond to what they're saying? And you completely lose the rest of the sentence, potentially multiple sentences in paragraphs as someone is speaking because 
you're thinking about what you want to say and not listening to what they're saying. So I'm formulating my response before the That's conversation's That's why it on. says listen to learn and not to respond. Oh. That would be the way. So the do would be do listen to learn and not to respond. And the don't would be? Don't shut them off to think through your response. <laughs> don't shut them off to think through your response. I mean, it's guilty. Pretty, it's pretty simple. <laughs> uh, yes, we both are guilty of that. Uh, I think this one may be a little bit more leaning your direction than mine, but no, no, maybe not. Maybe not. I, I too try to, my mom pounded it in my head as I was a kid. Rob, you have two ears and one mouth, so you need to listen twice as much as you talk. Um, and yeah, we've all heard about how much my mom talked. So that's, uh, that's good. That's good. Talk to her today. It was great. Gone up to see mom and dad today. But, uh, yes, listen to learn, not to respond. The second one, now this is the one that you need to really think through here for you is over communicate oh wow okay do over communicate you mean like quit having you know conversations in my head and then bringing me into the middle of the conversation expecting yeah. me to know everything you've been talking about yeah right right that's <laughs> like when that's like when awake me has to apologize for uh sleep me did something in your dream and somehow i'm responsible for it i have no idea what's going on in your head and you blurt out in the middle of this conversation going on in your head that i should just know everything you've been thinking oh. so over communicate bring me into the beginning do over communicate bring me into the beginning of the conversation so, let me know bring uh, me up to speed be before <laughs> you hit me with so whatever don't assume it is. you know what i'm talking about don't assume I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is, and this is either sex can do this, obviously. Um, some of these, I think, are more specific to men versus women that we'll talk about as we get through this. But uh, yes, over-communicate. Okay. Make sure, in fact, another, speaking of pastor's conferences, I was talking to one pastor at a conference and he said, Rob, he said, when I'm preaching and I think I've made my point enough, I need to double it. Because the people need that pounded into their head more and more and more. Because we don't always hear everything. And so, uh, you know, if you think five times making your main point is enough, make it ten times. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead. Number to... three. Yeah. Pay attention. Oh. Do pay attention. What'd you say? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Were you staring at social media when I was making that comment? Uh <laughs> Pay attention. What would the don't be there? Don't be distracted. Right, by social, social media, media, TV, books. I cannot tell you. Now, this is one that we have dealt with. I cannot tell you how many times I have tried to read Meredith something out of a book or out of an article I'm reading, and I get halfway through and I look over, she's staring at her phone, and she's completely glazed over. And I know she's not heard a single word that I've said other than, hey, check out this. Yep. Yep. Guilty. You're you're guilty. In <laughs> fact, I even like to have some fun with it sometimes because then I'll just start going off on some rabbit trail. And then the priest said, the world's going to blow up and we should go get a rabbit for dinner. And she's just, <laughs> and she just sits there and, and she has this non-response or this, this non-engaged going, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Pay attention. Don't be distracted. I'm working on it. You are. You're working, working on, on it. it. You are working on it. And I've helped you work on it by halfway through. I'll look up and I'll go, you're not even listening. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> At least I'm being honest. You're being honest, which there you go. What is number four then? <laughs> Be honest and deal with it. <laughs> Be honest and deal with it. Uh, 
you know, we often will bury things in marriage. Right. Uh, especially if they are things that are big things. Uh, we'll bury it. And what happens, though, when you bury it is you let it fester. Right. It begins to become like an infected wound. It gets worse. And so it something small ends up turning into something big. Right. And that's completely unnecessary. You don't have to do that if you're honest and you deal with things that are going on. Right. So the don't would be don't bury, don't your, bury fe- your feelings. Right. And let right? it fester. And but also fester. Yeah. don't accept excuses. That's a good one. Do not accept excuses after uh, 11 years of ministry in jails and 19 years of ministry with hurting families. How many times does uh, somebody either accept or make excuses for a problem that's going on in their family or with a specific member of their family? Well, yeah, and that living in denial. Right. You know, so, And it's not yeah. just a river in Egypt. No, it's not. Denial is not just a river in Egypt. So be honest. Do be honest and deal with what's going on. Right. But don't bury your feelings. Don't let it fester. And don't accept excuses. Right. Well, we got three don'ts to the one do. Well, I think that's a pretty, pretty big one, though. Because honesty. That's a huge one. Oh, Honest Marriage Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody should name one that. I know. Okay, so number (laughs) five would be to uh, that you should be clear with what you are saying. Now, some people may go, wait a minute, you just said that with over-communicate. No, this is something completely different. Right. Because sometimes you can, well, first of all, let's start with this. I I think I've heard it's 80% of communication is nonverbal. Okay. It's facial expressions. It's the tone. It's the way you hold your body. It's those kind of things. Well, and also what is the worst form of communication is written. Written. Because your body language and... Um, the expression your fa- on yeah. your face and, and all those maybe things. even, you know, hands flying or whatever it right. is. Um, and her hands were flying as she said that. Because <laughs> I can't sit on my hands and talk at the same time. You can't. So... <laughs> so we want to be clear with what we're saying. We want to be consistent. Maybe that's a better way to say that. Yeah. Instead of be clear, be consistent with what you're saying. Right. So that, that your starts words, a lot of arguments when you're right. not consistent. Right. So the words that you're yeah. speaking match the facial expressions, the tone that you're using. I remember when, when my brother Rick and I were young, we had this dog and we realized how stupid this dog was. He had no idea what we were saying. So we would look at him and we'd go, Taffy, you are a good boy. And he'd get all cowered down like he was in trouble. And we were, and then we'd go, oh, you are such a dumb dog. I can't stand you. And he'd come up and lick your faces because <laughs> he, all he was listening to the tone of the voice, right. not the words being said. Uh, so Wow. <laughs> What can I say? Um, so do be clear or be consistent with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but don't say, say one, one thing. thing with yep. your mouth. And another with your facial expressions, your tone or your attitude. Right. Be consistent. There you go. Number six, be courteous. Uh-huh. I don't like the don't that with this one. <laughs> you probably won't like the don't with this one. <laughs> Uh, be courteous. Show basic common respect for people when you're having a conversation with them, which would mean? Don't interrupt. Now, why in the world <laughs> would you not like this one, Meredith Ann Kendall? Um, I'm working on it. <laughs> you're working on it. 
maybe because you're thinking through your response instead of listening to what I'm saying and you want to get it out while you're in the while I'm in the middle of a sentence. Well, and sometimes I just don't stop my mouth before I just kind of open it. It says something because well, I'm thinking it, you know? Well, yeah, and, and there are those of us like me, I think out loud. Right. I, I talk when I'm thinking through things, and you have to listen to a lot of it, which is probably why you drown me out with Facebook or whatever <laughs> it is, because I'm just babbling, and, and five minutes later, I'm on the complete opposite side of this argument that I'm thinking through because I've thought through it. But, uh, you know, it, it's... <laughs> Don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. And be courteous. Be courteous. And, and I have done that many, right. many times as well. And I've really, really been working on not interrupting. We have family that have called us on it. Right. Both of us. Right. And said, you just interrupt me when I'm talking. So. Oh, and it just, and it irritates me when, when husbands and wives, especially women who are very strong women, mm-hmm. and maybe they've married um, and their husband isn't as confident or as strong, and the husband will be saying a story and then all of a sudden the wife just jumps right in and I'm like, okay, he was telling the story and it wasn't a natural break where he right. could, where you could kind of say your part. Right. And, and they also kind of talked over each other for a minute and you're just like, well, wait a minute, only one needs to tell me the sure. story, you know? Sure. Well, what's the, the one that gets me along that same lines is when you ask a specific spouse a question and the oh, other spouse jumps in to answer. I know it. It's like, I didn't ask your opinion. I asked that person's opinion. I'm right. not going to say he or she. Uh, you know, if right. I ask the question right. to the, the spouse, right. the other spouse shouldn't jump in and tell me all the answer because you're, come on, be respectful, be courteous. Well, actually, be courteous is number six. Be number seven, if, do be respectful. Right. Right. And so what are some uh, examples of not being, re- don't belittle. Don't belittle. Or don't insult. insult. Don't, don't, don't mansplain. <laughs> mansplaining, by the way, honey, mansplaining is where men have to explain things to women because they just don't understand it. Okay. Y'all, Rob is in rare form today. I am so sorry, but now you know what I have to put up with. So be respectful. Do be respectful. Don't belittle or insult. Or sarcasm, you know? What in the heck is wrong with sarcasm? <laughs> I can't believe Heck is the one that came out. Wow, that that surprised me. I'm glad Heck was the one that came out. But what's wrong with sarcasm? Uh-huh. Sarcasm is actually great if it's part of a good, fun conversation. Correct. Sarcasm during a serious topic could cause a problem. It could, because okay. then you're not thinking you're uh, you're taking me serious, and maybe I have a problem. He's laughing, y'all. He's laughing at me. <laughs> Like, like I wouldn't take you seriously and you have no problems. Come on. I know. Come right? on. Catch the sarcasm uh-huh. there? Okay, good. Uh, you but know, you the... also need to be careful of using words like you always, you never. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should, you shouldn't. You know, we need to really be careful as we're being respectful right. of, of our words that we're using. Absolutely. And for me... Because this was one that you have done for a long time, and we finally have worked through that, is you would say, oh, you always say that. And I'll say, I don't always say that. I may say that a lot, but I don't always say that. So that's if there's one instance where I didn't say it, then I don't always say it. So, you right. know, that's, and, that was, and that created an additional frustration. The right. argument got worse right. over something stupid. Uh, number one, saying you always and me responding to it in a stupid way. 
So there you go. Be respectful. It, be respectful. Don't belittle or insult. Number eight. Mm-hmm. Remain calm. Remain calm. Uh-huh. Not the kind of calm that comes before the storm. <laughs> Remain <laughs> calm. And, and so talk like adults. What? Yes, talk like adults. I'm taking my ball and going home. Well, <laughs> that, that would be a very childish thing to do, and that's not exactly what oh. I meant, but that okay. would be that would be good. Uh, don't get hysterical, or in a lot of women's cases, don't get historical. Don't even get me started doing jail ministry for so long. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'd be sitting in class. And all of a sudden, the women would just start going at each other. I'm like, what in the world? Well, she did, da-da-da-da-da, and da-da-da. And I'm like, when was this? Last year. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, it's funny because I've talked to so many sheriffs, and every one of them has told me the same thing. I would rather have an overcrowded jail of men than 100 women with extra beds. Because if if men have a problem in jail, what happens? They fight it out. They're done. They fight it out. They're going to pound on each other. The next day, they're sitting there playing cards laughing. Right. Unless there's some right. real big right. underlying issue and they just never talk to each other. But but for the most part, men knock it out and they're done. Women, they'll act like everything's fine. And then six months later, they'll be walking down the hallway passing each other. And one of them will grab the other one by the hair and yank them to the ground <laughs> and start scratching their face or something. It's like, six months ago, you called my child outside their name, you know. And it's just like, you got to be kidding me. Right. So don't get hysterical or historical. Right. Uh, now, sometimes you can bring up something that is a consistent behavior. Right, or if it's relevant to the situation. It's relevant to the situation. Right. Then you could get a little bit historical. But if it's a continuing thing that's happening all the time, it's not really historical, is it? No, but I also think that goes back to number seven of being respectful in the way yeah. that you say it, maybe. Sure. Or the way you bring it up so that it's not, um, oh, you're not going after them. You're not... Um, did attacking? We even, yeah, you're not attacking them. Uh, the belittling, the insulting, the sar- you know, mm-hmm. the sarcastic way. Um, so as you're remaining calm and you're bringing up the situation, um, you can bring up the past if it's good, if it needs sure. to be. But you need to be respectful or courteous in the way that you do it. And also back up to number five. Be clear with what you're saying. Absolutely. And making sure. And I guess with it talking about the facial expression, the tone and the attitude, it's like... If you're going to bring up the past, don't have a, uh, you know, an aurora about you, right? Is that the word I want? An aurora? What's the word I want? An aura. aura an aura. See? An aura. See? I knew it was some, some word. I've tried to figure out how I can mansplain this to you right now. How can I mansplain the aura? aura. Yeah, the aura. there you go. Anyway. I'll just leave it alone. Okay. We'll leave that right there. <laughs> but the thing is, is if you've got, you've, if you've got this, just this, a Oh, what is it? An aura? An aura <laughs> about yourself? You, yeah. While you're trying to explain it, right. you could add to, you know, add to and end up becoming a bigger issue. Right. It can become its own issue. Right. Right. By so, by, not, the, uh, not staying relevant with right. the conversation and bringing up the past on things that just right. aren't really at all part of the conversation at all. So... So number nine. Oh, this one's a huge one, y'all. Keeping it private. Keep your issues private. The dot, dirty laundry, 
does not belong on social media. It belongs in the laundry basket. Yeah. Or in the laundry or in the washing machine. Right. But And I tell people, quite often, if, if we're talking about, um, you know, the issues we've had in our past or whatever, I bring it up a lot as a as a um a don't mm-hmm. because so many people i'll see people on facebook and they'll just start airing everything and i tell them that i am so grateful so so grateful that social media was not around right when we were having our issues because if they were i'm i can't tell you 100 percent, but i'm gonna tell you leaning very heavily we would have ended a different, you know, in a different sure. ending, right? Because, sure. because well, we both were childish enough that we would have aired everything out, right, for the whole world to see on Facebook, right? And it's and it's just it doesn't belong there, right? You know, we need to really, really take the model of Jesus. You know, he had his twelve, yeah, then he had his three, right, and then he had his one, right. And I had my one, my mm-hmm. two a.m. phone call. And she'd come right down. She was a neighbor and, you know, we sit in the dark and she'd just let me cry. She'd, you know, let me talk. And then she'd go home. Yeah. But yet, that's all somebody needed at that. That's what I needed at that time. I just needed someone to hear me because you weren't listening. Well, no, I would have fixed it. (laughs) We'll talk about that in a minute too. That's another point I think we're going to get to in a minute. But I think social media, when when we don't keep it private... When we're communicating, we're trying to work on issues, mm-hmm. um, can sway the outcome. Oh, absolutely. Big time. Absolutely. And it's usually not in the right way. Well, in the number of times that either one of us have sent a private message to somebody on Facebook and right. just said, you know, that really probably isn't something that should have been shared publicly. And then we tell them about our story a little bit and say, look, if if we had gone through what we went through, through affairs and financial issues and everything else, and we had aired it all on Facebook, it would have gotten a whole lot worse than it was. And right. we wouldn't be where we are today as a couple. We, I'm pretty well guaranteeing you here that that uh, we wouldn't be married. Right. I'm not all the way to book it, but I'm getting close to book it. We would not have been married. Um, you know what book it means, by no, the way? No, mansplain it to me. It's a gambling <laughs> thing. Book it. It's oh, okay. put it in the book. It's, okay. it's uh, <laughs> this is a betting term. Okay. Book it. Bucket. So there you but go. But we don't bet. We're but, not betting people that way. <laughs> well, that's that's another conversation we'll have when we get to private business accounts and private financial accounts. Oh, yeah. When mm-hmm. we get to the betting account. Ugh. But uh, keep All it right. private. Keep it private. Do keep it private. Don't take it to social media. Right. And I mean, I've got a group of guys that um, I have known for, my goodness, 2002, we started getting together for breakfast. Uh, we... Most of us were there this last Thursday morning. One of us was, one of the guys was getting ready to go out of town and travel, but uh, you know the other the other four of us were there, and uh, of course now we've started inviting our wives and daughters to join us too. But we have so, told you we could go to a different table. No, 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 no. It, it's good because <laughs> we do have a private text conversation where I can talk to my guys, and I've got a, a pastor in Florida who is not actively in the pulpit, and uh, he and I have walked through a lot of the same things in our lives. Right. And this is a guy that, man, I can just download frustration with him on different things that I'm working through. And he comes back with just some great one-on-one conversation. And I know that it stays between the two of us. I got a brother-in-law I can do this. I got a brother I can do the same thing with, too. Right. That uh, I can just just share this stuff with. And I know that it's going to stay there. And I know that uh, they're going to uh, honor and respect the conversation. And I think 
when you get married, especially, I think sometimes you lose that one person that you, you know, or you don't, or you're like, oh, I can only talk to my husband now or my wife now. or, And I think that's something we need to address later, maybe in another well, issue. Well, let's is, address it in another issue, but let's see, at least say this one thing. I sure. should not be explaining my problems with you to another woman. Correct. And I should not be talking to another guy. Exactly. Right. So and we'll talk about that later that at a different will be another issue. communication <laughs> one uh, in in probably the next week or two. As right. We just have been thinking through what that would be like. So uh, keep it private. Don't go to social media. Okay. It's just it's not helpful. Uh, number ten. Mm. Except there could be a different viewpoint. No, there or a different. There could not be a different viewpoint. Why not? Because. Because I'm going to be narrow-minded. Oh, is that I a... am right. Oh, you are, huh? Uh-huh. You heard it here. He is right. Except I am wrong. Except <laughs> that there could be a different viewpoint. You just heard it. She said it. I'm right. She's wrong. Book it. It's on video, <laughs> on audio. Um, except that there could be a view, different viewpoint. Don't be narrow-minded. Right. I mean, in the talking about well, social media again today. Right. How fast uh, do we... Do people start fighting and arguing on Facebook over a difference of opinion? Well, isn't there a proverb? One man's way is... Is considered right in a court of law until the other person is heard. It's exactly right. It's Proverbs... I remember. I wrote it something the other day. Yeah. So, and and that's... But that's exactly right. If you only hear one side of a conversation, which goes back to keeping it private. Right. Don't go to social media, except that there can be a different view. We're kind of hitting social media a lot this time. Mm. Um, Maybe maybe just getting off of social media might not be a bad thing or just cutting back on it. (laughs) Um, You know, but I mean, we have people that we have had lunch with. We've had people that are good friends of ours that we shared time with and shared life with that over the last year, over difference of opinions, over a, a virus and a mask and a political, and a political candidates and that, who have unfriended people. Right. People have unfriended like, over, over oh, our Oh, I stance. guess I didn't know you well enough. Or right. What, it's like, like, okay. If that... you didn't know that I'm pro-life, then you really got an issue because right. I've never... Not been pro not, yeah. Never been not pro-life, so... If if you if you don't understand that you knew me perfectly well you right. just whatever now it's become um, a hot topic and a button right to and, be pushed and I think that that even goes again to a higher uh, problem issue. that we have or higher issue that we have in society today right. we call a friend somebody that you've clicked a, a button on Facebook and now you're quote unquote friends right and you've never met this person face to face I just went through not long ago uh, when I left being an active a weekly in the pulpit preacher and and uh i started going through all these friends that i have that i had multiple friends with some of them 80 100 friends and i'd go i've never met you face to face i have no idea who you are you don't know me i don't know you unfriend it was nothing personal right it was in fact i wanted to make it more personal (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I ended up getting rid of, I'm down to like 1,200 friends now, I think, on Facebook. I think I had 34 or 3,500 friends. So I got rid of twice as many as I kept. And I just unfriended some more people this week. It's like, I don't I don't even know who you are. I've never met you. Right. Why are you showing up on my wall? And why, do, yeah. Because, yep. because it, so it's so easy to become friends with somebody. Right. And, you know, you also have those cowboys who think, ha, 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 I'm sitting behind a keyboard and I'm a bad dude. And they start typing away thinking, you know, like they're drunk at a bar or something, the way they're talking. Um, So, except that there could be a different viewpoint. 
Don't be narrow-minded. Right. And that's big That's big for um, relationships as a whole. Marriage, you probably are already on the same page. or You should you be know, on the big talked, things like yeah. we talked about last time. Right, right. Yep, yep, is that you should have shared values. Correct. But there are some things that, you know, look, you, you like more butter than I do on toast. I don't understand it, but you like more butter than I do. You put butter in your pancakes, I put peanut butter on my pancakes. Right. Okay, there's a difference of an opinion. No big deal. If you come home with an Ohio State t-shirt on, we're going to fight. That is something <laughs> where we have to have that shared value. Okay, I know we just lost yesterday in the NCAA tournament to Ohio, but Michigan rules. And so we have Michigan rules in the house. What can I say? Um, <laughs> Let's go on to number 11. Number 11. Ask. Uh... Ask if you want my opinion. You just said a minute ago <laughs> that you had a neighbor who would come down and just listen. Right. And let you vent and cry. And I have never, ever done that for you once. No, you got, you got to fix it. I have to fix it. Yeah. That's that's kind of who I am. So I've at least started to say, okay, is this something that you want me to help you with or do you just want to vent? Or you also say, am I putting on my waterproof shoulder? Am I putting on my waterproof shoulder? Oh, hold it. Let me change my shirt so before your you mascara can... gets all That's over. right. You know, oh, wait, is this going to be a Hallmark episode or <laughs> is this going to be like real life? Uh, you know, are you just going to whine and cry and I have to listen to it and not say anything and you just let it out or so, you know, so don't give unsolicited advice now. But if I ask for it or if you ask, or I say, can I tell you what I think? And you say, yes, it's no longer unsolicited advice. Then I can tell you what I think and it's now solicited advice. Right. And that kind of goes back to the one that says you should or you shouldn't or you always and those kind of things. Uh, Without permission, those kind of statements can be very hurtful and cause division where if, uh, you know, so so the don't here is don't assume your wife wants your opinion (laughs) or wants you to fix it. Um, I, I have learned it to ask. But you also know that there's sometimes you just can't come to me with certain things like that. You need to find a girlfriend that you can right. to. And I have that person now. Because I am going to... Fix it. I'm going to jump in and try to help. That's what I do. I'm a fixer. Yeah. That's what I do. It's not... And I, I try. I, I'm getting better <laughs> at it. I'm getting better at it. But, you know, and and for instance, we can have a difference of opinion Uh Going back to the one before this, a different viewpoint, you actually think the Hallmark Channel is a good channel. Oh, B. Anyway. Oh, B what? Nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, Meredith, the other night we sat down, the first three minutes of the movie was on, and you said, and I said, have you seen this one? You said, no. I said, yes, you have. It just had different characters <laughs> in a different city in a different time frame, but this is the exact same movie. Well, actually, by the time it got done, I went, Oh, I did see that. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I put up with two hours of that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. At least last night we got to watch a good state. Jason Statham, shoot him up, kill him. Right. And that 11-year-old <laughs> Chinese girl, she's he, very happy yeah. because Jason Statham staved the day. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> there we go. So let's just run back through these really quick. The do's and don'ts, the 11 do's and don'ts, even though it says 10 on our page here. Uh, number one, do, do listen to learn and not to respond. And don't shut them off. To think through your um through your response. Very good. Number two, over communicate. Don't assume they know what you're talking about. And number three, pay attention. Don't be distracted. What's that? So yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. social media, TV, books. 
Whatever it is. Uh, number four, do be honest and deal with it. Don't bury your feelings and let it fester and don't accept excuses. Number five, do be clear with what you're saying. And don't say one thing with your mouth and another with your facial expressions, tone, or attitude. What's that supposed to mean? Number six, do be courteous. <laughs> don't interrupt. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Number seven, do be respectful. Don't mansplain everything. I know we've had fun with that. But don't belittle. Don't insult. Right. Sarcasm. No. Uh, and don't use words like you always, you never, you should, you shouldn't. Right. Um, that just starts a whole nother issue. Which can lead into number eight. Do remain calm. Right. And when you say a lot of those things, <laughs> sometimes you're not quite as calm. Right. But don't get historical. Hysterical or historical. And again, don't bring up the past unless it's relevant to the situation. Right. Number nine, do keep it private. Yes. Do not go to social media. Do not go to a... A big group of friends in the name of a prayer request. Oh, my. We didn't even talk about that one. We'll leave that Ooh, one till later. Yeah, we will. I always love the one, just off topic for a second here, when the woman calls a friend of hers and says, I heard about your situation, and I sent it to all of our church so that they could be praying for you. No, you didn't. You sent it to your church so you could gossip. Sorry. Yes. All right. Keep it <laughs> private. Don't go to social media. Number 10, do accept there could be a different point of view. And don't be narrow-minded. And number 11, finally, do ask if they want your opinion. And don't give unsolicited advice. But do remember, if you open the door for the advice to be solicited, then um, don't get mad when they give it. Well, yeah. Well, you that's know? part of being, being kind, truthful and yeah. not not uh, not dancing around issues right? that we talked about earlier. So, but husbands don't assume your wife really wants your opinion or your solution. Sometimes and, they and wives just don't assume your husband wants your opinion. Sometimes <laughs> either. There's a two-way highway that we haven't talked about lately. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. Is that it? That's it. Any last minute thoughts that you want to jump in? As I was speaking, you were thinking of a response that you wanted to add or anything? No. No? No, we're, we're good. good. We're good. I can't wait for the next one because right. I think we're going to have some some good topics. And if there's anything Continuing that, with, with, with communication, communication for the next... right? few weeks, yeah. few months, whatever. Well, months. Wow. Every other week for months? I don't know. Well, there's 11 of them if we took them all by, by themselves, plus the ones we didn't even Yeah, we're we not doing weeks. Oh, okay. we're, not doing, we're not doing months. How's that? So we'll just do two or three probably more right. on communication right now. We can always circle back to that one later. As we our can. Press secretary, as our new press secretary say, we'll circle back around to that one. Um, so... So anything, what? No. Nope. Anything you don't want to add? Thanks for joining us. Hey, if you find this helpful, please send it to your friends. Give us a review. Help us uh, increase this podcast. We're now on, I think, six or seven different platforms. Uh, so, and if, and if you do want to get in touch with us. Yes, you can email us at honestmarriagepodcast at gmail.com. That is the second longest email address in the history of mankind, I think. Mm -hmm. Honest Marriage Podcast. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yes, we would awesome. love to hear from you. We also have a Facebook and Instagram if you want to follow us there and send out. We put out little uh, funny things sometimes. Sometimes they're serious. Might even start putting some little clips up here and there. That would be great. All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on... The Honest Marriage, Marriage Podcast. Podcast.
thank you for joining us for today's Honest Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can find us at Honest Marriage Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or email us with your questions and comments at honestmarriagepodcast at gmail.com. We hope today's episode was helpful and you were encouraged, because in marriage, you're in it for better and worse.